peace to you in Jesus' name. We have faith in God's good harvest. Jesus saw the farm fields around him, and in many of his parables he would point to those fields to illustrate the essence of God's relationship to his creation. Jesus is telling us we can trust that God is carrying us towards his triumphant and amazing harvest. May you be blessed as we worship together in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, who is like me. We worship you, who are the first and you are the last. Besides you there is no God. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly fixed in the heavens. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. O Lord, you are the rock that we can rely on, and the earth is full of your steadfast love. We make our confession. Only God Most High, the earth is blessed by your steadfast love. But we need you. We can feel afraid and anxious. Forgive us and strengthen our faith. Hear our cry for Jesus' sake and have mercy on us. Beloved in Christ, God hears your cry for mercy. He sees you and the world he has made. Jesus has been triumphant for us. As a servant of Jesus and by his authority, I forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, we can take faith and courage in God's good harvest. Together we pray. O God, you see and know all things from beginning to end. So bless us in our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that ever mindful of your great harvest, we may be stirred to trust and faith. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We turn to God's sacred word from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 44, beginning at verse 6. This is what the Lord says, Israel's King and Redeemer, the Lord Almighty, I am the first and the last. Apart from me, there is no God. Who then is like me? Let him proclaim it. 
Let him declare and lay out before me what has happened since I established my ancient people and what is yet to come. Yes, let them foretell what will come. Do not tremble, do not be afraid. Did I not proclaim this and foretell it long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any God beside me? No, there is no other rock. I know not one. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel is according to St. Matthew, the 13th chapter, beginning at verse 24. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? Oh, an enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first, collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Please explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace, 
where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Whoever has ears, let them hear. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I think Jesus preferred to walk to most of the places he wanted to go. Up and down through the hills and valleys, back and forth across the farm fields. Jesus was looking at the world God had made. And he was thinking about what it all means. I picture him pointing out toward a growing field and telling his disciples, Look at this field. The whole of God's desire and purpose is just like what is happening in this field. This good weed is growing but weeds are growing too. If we were there, we would nod in agreement, I think, yes? Jesus, we see the good and the bad growing together. It's a dramatic battle between two forces. How will it go? Only Jesus can tell us the story of how this will end. Jesus quotes Psalm 78, and he claims the role as being the spokesman for God the Father. I will utter things that have been hidden since the creation of the world. So, Jesus tells us a story. The farmer wanted to grow a crop of pure wheat. <laughs> Jesus chooses a powerful symbol for his story, wheat. The staff of life. The thing that makes bread. And Jesus' story might be inspired by what the prophet Isaiah had heard God say. As the rain comes down from heaven, watering the earth, making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that will not return to me empty, 
but will accomplish what I desire. The purpose for which I send it. This is what God wants. To make a pure crop. A crop of life. Life that is filled with goodness and beauty and grace. And when Jesus tells this story... Only he and his father knew the secret plan for wheat. Of all the things God could choose, he chose wheat made into bread to give us the gift of his living spirit in the Holy Communion we take together in his name. A secret, hidden since the creation of the world. As he tells his story, Jesus is telling us about the mystery of the world we see before us. The good crop was growing, but in the night, when everyone was sleeping... The enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat. Jesus is giving us a new twist to this ancient story of the surprise that came in the Garden of Eden. Instead of a deceiving serpent in the garden, Jesus cast weeds into the role of the silent enemy slipping in during the night. The weeds twist and choke and want to slowly overpower the good crop of wheat. Jesus' symbol for the evil enemy is regrettably accurate. Once the weeds take hold, it's really hard to get rid of them, isn't it? In Jesus' story, he now touches on one of the most profound mysteries we can ponder about God. The farmer's servants offer to go out into the field and start picking weeds. But surprisingly, he says, no, no, I don't think so. Don't try to pull the weeds because while you are pulling the weeds, you may root up the wheat with them. Jesus is telling us that God will be the careful, patient watcher. So many have asked, why does God allow the evil and bad things to be a part of his world together now? The careful, patient watcher he is going to let both the wheat and the weeds grow until the harvest. Just like the farmer's servants, you and I might be ready to launch into snatching up those weeds. But Jesus is telling us, that now in this broken battleground, 
Only God himself can tell the good from the bad. What is true and f- what is f- what is true and what is false are all mixed together. The roots of the weeds are tangled up in the wheat. It is not a simple task to divide right from wrong. But the careful watcher understands what is ultimately best. We take our peace in trusting him in all of his wisdom. After Jesus told his story to the crowd, he took his disciples inside the house to unveil more of this great mystery to them. He promises angels who will weed out the bad and evil things. The angels will bring the sharpest and most accurate tools for this harvest. And you and I, we can already pray for God to send the help of his angels and wise spirit to us. When God sends them now, they may come as a gentle whisper of insight. They may give us a greater tolerance and understanding of the different people and perspectives around us. They may show us the vision of God's bigger perspective. What can God yet save that we might think is lost? Jesus promises that in the unfolding of time, his angels can be definitive and accurate. They work the harvest with God's absolute love and mercy. They have the perfect balance of God's desire for what is good and right. God will cherish and save the wheat. And the good news behind Jesus' story is that we are this wheat. We who have taken our refuge and our shelter in the body of Christ. In our faith, we are the wheat the Father wants to grow in the harvest. This is our faith and trust. From the tangle of the wheat and the weeds, God's direction will emerge. To seal this promise in his conversation, Jesus quotes the great prophet Daniel. The righteous will shine like the sun, he says. Jesus wants us to be reminded of Daniel's dramatic promise at the end of his book in chapter 12. At that time, the archangel Michael, who protects God's people, will arise. At that time, 
all God's people whose names are found in the great book of life will be delivered. Those who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake. They will shine like the brightness of the heavens, the righteous like the stars forever. Jesus has made it so. His story is our reality because of his holy sacrifice, because of the victorious triumph of his resurrection. And so we can trust in God's good harvest. May you be so blessed. Let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you and worship you. You are the sower of the good harvest that will reveal your abundant blessings to us, your wheat. Bless us with a living faith in your unfolding plan and your eternal wisdom and mercy. May we be so blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you like to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed? I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. You could make an offering by sending it to our church by mail or by going through our website. Thank you. Bless you. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. O God, you are merciful and gracious. 
the world and all it contains belongs to you. Yet the sufferings of this present time remind us that we are not yet home. Help us to trust in your mercy as we wait for you to fulfill all things in your great and good harvest. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O God, you are, you are merciful and gracious. Together with your whole creation, people everywhere cry out in pain of body, mind, and spirit. Today we especially hold before you those we name in our hearts. Sustain these and all who suffer, bringing them healing and wholeness in your time and in your ways. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O God, you are merciful and gracious. You bless us with insight and wisdom. Be with those in the caring and medical community and all who serve to nurture and feed us, guard and protect us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O God, you are merciful and gracious. According to your promise, we are waiting for the new heavens and the new earth in which righteousness dwells. Until that day, Lord, be with us and keep us from harm and evil. Keep our going out and our coming in from this time forth and forevermore. For all of these things and whatever else you know that we need, we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We are bold to pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. For the life-giving presence of Jesus our Lord, we give you thanks and praise. For the glorious hope of the resurrection, we give you thanks and praise. For the opportunity to bless one another with joy, we give you thanks and praise. Amen. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
Thank you for listening to this audio service of Bethlehem Lutheran Church, Glen Lake, Minnesota. This podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom, produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoy listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.